This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Classique, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. Um, this is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What is yours? Hello, I'm your co-host. I'm Willem. Uh, well, hello. Uh, what is, what what is, is that? that? Is that a scent bird? Did you... Did, did a scent bird just fall out of your ass? What was that bird doing? Up? Oh, wow. You don't want to know. Um, yes, this is the episode which is called Scent of a Drag Queen. Usually the scent of a drag queen is Newports and um, Aquanet. It's but, not a scent bird, uh, it's a scent turd. Oh, wow. The girl's always um, pooping in the dressing room. Who raised them? But- <laughs> no drag moms. Well, not all of us. Tape our fucking assholes shut when we get to the gig, okay? Okay, well, you try the, try your mouth first, bitch. No. <laughs> um, actually, don't, because Alaska was inducted into the illustrious club last week of Mini and a Main. She won both the oh, Mini Challenge and the wait, Main Challenge. No, I did You didn't? Oh, is that this week? Oh, never mind. She ain't in the club. It's just me. Um, but anyway, last week, <laughs> reading is what? Fundamental. The mini challenge last week that Alaska won was for the reading challenge. And for the maxi challenge, she took it to the stage with some roast jokes. And she she, she opened the show, did bombastically good. And there were some jokes, some pokes, and even some blokes. Detox said after Alyssa went, God bless him, he tried his hardest, um, which is which is wonderfully detox. Uh, Coco won the challenge with her character's performance, and Roxy and Alyssa were in the bottom and had to whip their hair, their extra wigs, and emotional stories of childhood trauma for RuPaul. Herstory was made that night with a double save. Shantae, you both stay. Shantae, you both slay. <laughs> um so as no one went home, there is no lipstick message, but Roxy does process her feelings about how she processes her feelings. She apologizes to Jinx in the workroom for lashing out at her, which that's a nice gesture. She didn't have to do that, but that was nice. Yeah. And, um, how did it come um, up that you hadn't won anything? Was that just something you were waiting on? Well, it even came up in the last episode. It was like, we started out the last episode by saying, oh, well, Coco and I are the only ones who haven't won a challenge. Then Coco goes ahead and wins a challenge. And then I'm the last one who hasn't won a challenge, which is like, it's discouraging. I wonder uh, what could happen next. Well, you know, I I like to believe (laughs) that it was my own merit, uh, but, you know. Oh yeah, um, no, 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 no. I, I think, I think it pro, it probably, definitely, maybe could have been. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. The, the video message the next day says, "Hey, ladies, can you smell me?" 
It's the sweet mm. smell of success. Ooh. Remember, America's next drag superstar needs to follow her nose wherever it goes. Good luck, and remember, don't funk it up. Mm. Can't fake the funk. Oh, look who it is. Uh huh. I thought they would be here the later, but they're room. here now. I guess. Okay. Okay. Right, and we get a mini challenge. I love that we're still living in the era of the mini challenge. Mm-hmm. And um, RuPaul brings in the pit crew with a few friends. 18 oh. more friends, to mm-hmm. be exact. And designer Andrew Christian to play a little game by the name of What You Packin'. Now, here's a little uh, trivia for What You Packin'. They called me for some of the boys. Oh, they did. Uh-huh, you know, I had a little... I had a couple numbers in my phone once upon a time. They um, said, we need some hoes to get out here and make it look good. Good. Raquel, Shh. take that fucking jockstrap off. <laughs> get out there and shake your dicks proper. <laughs> you hear? <laughs> we have Now, if I hear any of you bitches that's that's that soft, gonna... <laughs> I'm going to come out there and suck it myself. Because we a family. And that's what I'm going to put in my mouth. Um, so... And yes, those I, two uh, models mm-hmm. who went over to Merrick and Richard better learn how to sell briefs in fucking Iceland. Because <laughs> if I ever see their faces, I'm going to cut their <laughs> fucking throats. <laughs> um, yeah, so I know a couple of these guys. Um, and some of the some of the gentlemen um, took it upon themselves to uh, display their assets at a turgid state. And so some of them are blurred. <laughs> Um, and they did the biggest disservice in the world to this one uh, model named Colby Melvin. They put him next to the tallest one there. So it's like, how are you going to be rude and put the tallest next to Miles Davis Moody, who's like a seven foot tall, a handsome? She is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah deep, deep friend of the pod. Uh, yeah. There were a lot of familiar faces in this lineup. And it's always great to it's always great to play a game like this where you just get to look at dick. And yeah. try to match up the underwears. How many did you fuck? Um, none. None. And you've lived how in LA you? how long? Three. How about you? Three. Okay, that's not bad. And no, I, bet I you Cor- know I like to keep it in odds. I bet what Courtney privilege. rounds out the other eighteen. Uh, <laughs> if we if we count sucking, uh, I, I wouldn't call it round unless she has her her pads on because otherwise it's pointy, <laughs> <laughs> fucking pointy Fuck. hip bones. Oh my god. That's our sister. Um Ivy <laughs> Ivy is heavily distracted. She is. Um, yeah. Coco is just loving it. Detox keeps fucking up. Um Detox and- knows all of these guys probably and has had more of their penises in my mouth than than me, honestly. Because she, that's how she says that's how she used to say hello. That's how she would open oh, up no, 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 hamburger no, no. Mary's. Get your member. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, Roxy is getting good matches though. She's she is but, down. but it's a misdirect, and the winner is Ivy Wintors. Oh, uh, and she wins a phone call home to her mom, which is and this very phone sweet. call is so touching. Like it's yeah. her mom, like saying, "Like I want to comfort you. Remember when I squeezed your hand?" And like honestly, I it I want to hang really out with Ivy's mom. Sweet. Ivy's yeah. mom looks great. Yeah, definitely. Well, for this maxi challenge, the dolls get to create and market their own signature fragrance. Hmm. They have to come up with the scent, the name, hmm. the package, and film their own commercial. Uh, now, do you you have a scent in the real world, right? I do. Um, it's called Scented. What's it called? Oh, Scented. scented. I wanted to call it um, Scentbird. Stank Drizzle. And that <laughs> didn't said, fly. No. 
And then the second name was um, hot dog flavored smelling water bitches. That didn't work. Do you and have a Do you have a pattern with having naming things and then it having to get changed? Has well, this happened with other things? Yes. Yes. The album, the fragrance, CWV got changed to AAA. The makeup, the makeup got changed from something I'm not legally allowed to say anymore, based on oh, the paper wow. I signed. To okay. suck less face and yeah, it's it's. I think it's more the world. It's definitely not me. I not don't. Yeah, I don't think it's you either. No, because it can't be. I'm the only I, consistent in this problem. So why would it be me? But in your defense, <laughs> exactly, it, uh, your names are always really clever and really good. The issue actually is like maybe everyone else. the laws or the legal department of this or that company. Hodgepodge, right. Yeah. Um, because stank drizzle is hilarious. Thank you so much. Do you have any scents available right now other than the ones quaffing from your body? Not your currently at the moment. I mean, right. I, for years ago, I was in talks to do an actual Red for Filth and it didn't end up happening. But you know what? I have Anniversary. a feeling... I think it could be very possible that it, it could be something that could come down the line because... Drag queens love fragrances, especially Delta Work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delta Work will want to buy the CVS version of uh, Red for Filth, though. And it'll be that's called what uh, she does. Pink Blue. for Tint. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I I think that uh, a girl needs to do like a, a scent that's like the, the smell of pads, like Astro Booty Dust. Ooh. Or something like that. That girl. wrong smell. That wrong smell that oh you can gosh. smell as soon as a girl opens her bag. You know what I have sitting right here? What? It's it's the morning after magical wig spray by James Mansfield Beauty and her collaboration with Black Phoenix Alchemy Labs. Now my hair smells just like cream soda. Oh. Mm. Okay. So it's just like a scent for your wig? It is. It's like a wig spray, and it's very um, fragrant, and it kind of smells like cream soda. And, you know, I mean, that's where I always put my perfume anyway is in the hair. So uh, it's nice. Gabe got it for me because we love watching James Mansfield, and she sells it and plugs it every episode. I was (laughs) like, I want some. Um, Picking out these uh, fragrances, it seems like your fragrance has notes of dirt in it. Is that correct? (laughs) Yes, that's true. What uh, else went into it other than love and dirt? I thought this was really nice that they gave us a little bottle and then they gave us a whole bunch of essential oils and we got to manufacture our own scent. It was like a real thing. And I took it very seriously and I like those sort of unique and weird sort of like, you know, do you remember De- Demeter? Demeter? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those fragrances that smelled like weird shit. Mm-hmm. They had grass. They had a yeah. couple weird ones. Yeah. So, like, I always liked those. And so I did. I dipped into, like, dirt, like, fresh dirt and, like, leather. And um, I really liked my fragrance. I thought so Sharon's really drag good. bag. <laughs> right. Um, Alyssa knocks over a table of oils and Jinx goes, Alyssa. And Alyssa doesn't even give her the time of day. She just keeps going. She's like, smell this one. Should I do how many drops? Not listening to directions. Just Alyssa's, Alyssa's in her secret room right now, just with herself. And she's making great TV. think past her own Own wig. wig. 
She really does that. That's so true. She knocked over that whole fucking tray of shit and spilled oil all over Jinx and didn't even notice. Uh, classic Alyssa. Yeah. Uh, Ivy is making her uh, perfume poison, poison rosebud. Rose and she almost went to school for perfume making. And I totally wow. believe that. She probably grew all the roses herself. Smelled them all. She did. She's that girl. She's so she good is. at that shit, man. Everything. Yeah, she makes stained glass. She's hot air balloons, ventilates she, her own yeah. wigs, pickles. Walks on stilts, does 18 costume changes, one number. Is pretty, is nice, is only shady and funny. Yeah. So many yeah, good things we, to say about Ivy. I can't think of anything. I think Ivy's one of the only girls in the Drag Race franchise I've never said anything bad about. Wow. Just because I can't think of anything. Right. Um, well, Jinx can't think of anything bad about her either, and she has a small crush on Ivy Winters. Ooh, well, maybe we can and talk about that when we get back. Yeah, let's do that. I'm going to meet in the ladies' room. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready-to-eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at factormeals.com slash 
Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Um, so Rupops, oh, look who it is! Oh, unexpected. A quick charming walkthrough with uh, with Mr. RuPaul. And um, Alaska says that her fragrance smells delicious and a little weird. Uh, she's using scents like dirt and leather. And um, she says that her name is going to be Red. And RuPaul says, oh, well, hasn't that already been used? Like, all Listen. of a sudden, the real-world implications factor into a bubble-dome reality show about cross-dressing RuPaul. How dare you no, try to handicap these bitches even further? Both of them don't even smell right to begin with from half the cocaine they do, and you're oh trying to make it make gosh. sense? Good luck. This is a charming piece of editing because the name was always going to be Red for Filth. It was never not going to be Red oh, for Oh, wait, shenanigans like- in the edit bay? <laughs> But they make me sad, which I, I believe red is like the fragrance of like Taylor Swift, isn't it? There's or maybe also, she has this. There's one uh, called album Charlie called red, red because it was like Ooh. it was the spinoff of Charlie. It was Charlie Red. Well, I am a Charlie girl. You know that. <laughs> but Horse. yeah, it was always going to be red for filth. But um, they make it. They, it's a little bit of a misdirect, which I'm not mad at. Go for it. No, it's exciting. Roxy's fragrance is called thick and juicy, and it mm. smells like food and maple and jasmine. And Rue says it smells like IHOP, which, <laughs> which to me means pancakes and fighting after two a.m. Yes, which it did. Which yeah. why not? That's IHOP she, to me. It's thick and juicy. Why not? Were y'all listening when RuPaul came around to Coco and she tried to rationalize this? Rue and Amal by Coco. By Coco. Ru, RuPaul says, "Well." Is it about you or is it about me? And Coco says, no, 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 no. Because it's Ruanamal by Coco. Like every perfume has a spokesperson. And I do understand this because this whole time, what Coco is giving me is it's very like. Um, was that your phone buzzing? Yeah, sorry. I thought it was mine. No. Like, it, What's going on? It's Coco calling. It, it's Coco calling. It's Ruanimal. very uh, Grace Jones as. Um, as what's her name in boomerang mm, okay and she is the spokesperson for eartha kitt's beauty line which okay makes sense to me so this made sense to me it was very boomerang and i think she should have gone that angle like done like holly berry's old nose little bob wig but she went hardcore jungle yeah, I did. I didn't have a problem with this either i think they were giving her a really hard time for like calling it rue and amal but like I thought it was cool. Um, maybe she could have dropped the Rue part if they had such an issue with it, and it could have just been Animal by Coco, which would have been just as fierce. I don't think RuPaul ever gets mad when someone says any part of her name. Well, she was mad about this. She <laughs> said, well, it's not about me. Why is everything about me? <laughs> you can only add Rue to it if it's going to be funny, and I can take it later. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but what is Alyssa's secret? That's what I want to know. Son of a bitch. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. When, when Rue asks Alyssa what her secret is, she doesn't do the, the whole, like, you know, let me, um, let me just think of something real quick or let me just cover and say, well, you'll have to see. If you want to no, know the secret, you have to buy goes, it. She just goes uh, blank. It's very much like the Katy Perry, like, did you ever kiss a girl? <gasps> Rue, never. Yeah. It's just yeah. uh, she misses a softball. Instead of a yes and, it's a 
No, period. <laughs> it's a no and please leave. No, and stop talking about it. <laughs> like, no, and how dare scene. you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ivy's fragrance uh, gets her some like shade through RuPaul, and she's like shaking her up and basically telling her, you're going to go home this episode, so um, good luck. Well, I'm going to let you start packing your bags, and uh, we'll see you on the runway. But don't you mean doing my perfume? No. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Uh, you can do that. I mean, if you want. Um, so you then we pack the shoes first. They're heavy. <laughs> <laughs> then we go in and we film our commercials on the green screen, and it's directed. It's under the artful direction of Michelle Visage and Aubrey O'Day. Neither of which are DGA members. Neither. <laughs> And the DGA so. needs more women directors, but this is not what they were talking about. Um, Aubrey, can I tell you a little bit something about Miss Aubrey? I want to hear it, yes. Because it, it kind of or it, um, informs what uh, her interaction with Alyssa is because Aubrey is like saying Alyssa's not likable. Um, she's saying you look tense. Like she's not being nice or kind to Alyssa, which I have a feeling she didn't. She wasn't nice or kind to a lot of people. But, she wasn't. Um, on EOI, I think 2010, maybe when Aubrey O'Day was a judge, her scores were thrown out because she was so shithouse drunk that she couldn't walk out of the place <laughs> without oh, assistance before the, before the, before the competition was even over, she was escorted out because that's, she couldn't stay awake. She was pa- messy. And Alyssa was also one of the judges that night. Um, and like, she was out and about and like, I'm just, I'm wondering if. Alyssa calls shenanigans on Aubrey, and then Aubrey remembered, oh, this bitch. And she's oh, like, well, look who's in the chair now. Because Alyssa was drama. Yeah, and that judging panel, two different scores were thrown out that night. But Shangela won um, hands down. Uh, but Baby, Aub- her scores need to be thrown out, baby. I mean, they, they could have been looked at a couple times. Aubrey doesn't think Jinx is lady enough for a perfume commercial, which I think just shows that she doesn't know what Jinx is doing. And she doesn't understand the challenge necessarily is always to make somebody laugh. Well, I also think the phrase ladylike is kind of misogynistic because what is the lady supposed to act like? Is a lady not supposed to be liberated sexually? Is Does a lady have to sit in a certain position or a certain way? I think that's antiquated and I think it's um, fucked up, Aubrey. So... Moving on, um, the lady Ivy like. Winters. Ivy Winters um, is using New York City as her background. Yep, it's New York City. Yes, yes, that's it is. Tokyo. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh Michelle, goodness. Michelle oh. crashes oh uh, Ivy's hot air balloon right into <laughs> Tokyo. Um, and it's Tokyo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, harsh reality. City. Yeah, skyscrapers, whatever. Um, yeah, Rue Animal by Coco uh, is being filmed, and Michelle says blue, <laughs> and Coco says Rue, <laughs> Lou, and then she says boo, <laughs> Rue Animal. Oh, and then Aubrey thinks that Coco is using way too much leopard print because she's leopard on leopard on leopard. Do you have anything to say about this? Whoa, 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 Aubrey. Back it up. Nothing. 
There is no such thing as too much leopard. Curse I take her and great her house. umbrage. I take great umbrage with this sentiment. Um, I thought I thought Coco looked fantastic, and that lion mask um, was mine. I let Coco borrow it for her number. Thank you. Work on detox heroin. Sexy, seductive heroin. <laughs> Aubrey is also shocked by this presentation and the fact that someone just talked about drugs instead of doing them with the president's son. (laughs) And then wait and then waiting until a month before, like, I have tea. Shut the fuck up, Aubrey O'Day, and contribute or don't, bitch. Because you ruined three different girl groups that I liked, and I don't like her now. Who's she talking about? Who'd she do drugs with? She did drugs with one of the Trump boys after she fucked him when she was on the apprentice celebrity. Yeah, they dated. Dated. Oh. He was married. Kel surprise. I just don't like her. She fucked they they fucked up Danity Kane. They fucked up DK3 and Dumb Blonde got fucked up too. Well, I actually, I mean, as much as I disagree with a lot of the things that Aubrey had to say, I do mm-hmm. think she was a great guest on this episode because her reactions are priceless. Oh, yeah. They're great. And she, and she has nothing good to say about anyone <laughs> across the board. So it's like soundbite after soundbite. It's like Grandma's Vag. Uh, it's like yeah. a bad porno Lion King. Like, she's she's a great judge. And I would love to see her come back. I have, I Out of curiosity, I looked up her Instagram. <laughs> Her Instagram currently, mm-hmm. um, she looks different. I, I <laughs> the face looks different. Um, she looked. She it, started looking different when she was still on making the band, and the girls would say stuff then, and she would swear. But, the face has been touched by an angel, and the body as well, because the body girl it, is there. It's the, she's a body Twice. girl now. It's all about the ass. Oh yeah, out front on Instagram, oh, which yeah. that's what Instagram is for. So, like, go check out Aubrey O'Day on Instagram. I mean, it's visually a really stunning Instagram. You, and, you are right. Yeah. With the amount of pump and wigotry she is uh, working on this episode, she does have a welcome seat at the judging table anytime because, like, she knows what Heroin. we go through. <laughs> yeah, she does. Uh, yeah. And now, her hair was cool. Her hair looked great. All that weave on weave on weave. And that wasn't mm-hmm. individuals. Those are old school tracks. You could tell because of how the yeah. ends laid. Um, yeah, Alyssa yeah, yeah. is asked what her motherfucking secret is. <laughs> and she says, oh, well, I oh. I'm a man. I can't say. Oh. Uh, this, this exchange is priceless. Roxy is, um, is making up these lines. And she's just trying, seeing what lands, seeing what gets some funnies out. And uh, the, Michelle asked so her, what tense. Were, Michelle said, what, what were you actually going to say? And she said, well, I was going to say, it smells so good you can eat it, but you can't eat it because it's <laughs> <Roxy>. perfume. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is a girl that, that plans the song and plans the look and plans the everything. But then she finds oh, out I know. it's outside. Like that kind of thing. Like you don't do your your homework before you get there, but you work on the look. Everything's perfect. Right. And I think it probably was a good idea for her not to say that you can eat it. I mean, I I thought that would have been funny. And then she sprayed it in her mouth and then choked. That would have been hilarious. You know, that would have been funny. But sometimes this happens. Like sometimes in ads, we tell people that they could put on their pussy and then 
comes back and says, don't tell people to put it on their pussy. You, can it's you only just ca- bleep it's out? It's only canine safe. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you just bleep yeah. out the name of, of the company? Because yeah, that, it's a real life, it's a real life application. This episode is real. Now they make, they make me look like a raving lunatic when I walk in there and I'm like, I'm like, I've been on, I've, I've made videos, uh, on YouTube. By that point, I had made a lot of videos myself. And so, like, I know what it takes to shoot something and, and make it happen. Did you and storyboard they, it like you always do and show them I, pictures I, and shit? I did. That's smart. I did. I, I drew out every single shot and said, this is how I wanted to be. And it's very straightforward. It takes but they destiny made, in your hands. Right. They made me look like I was just going in there and I was, uh, as a, well, uh, then I'm spinning and then I'm going to spin and then we'll go over. They made me look like I was crazy, but I, it's a classic misdirect because my commercial turned out really good. I was happy. Yeah, they made you look crazy. <laughs> why don't, um, we, why don't, why don't we, we take a break it? and discuss it a little more? Yeah, we should. Can I talk to you in the back? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. I do feel like a, uh, Michelle gave you like a nice direction that helped with your commercial. Don't you agree? Yes, I do believe that Michelle was helpful. And it was good having her there because she said, just do a continuous spin. And for each one, just give the reaction. And then the voiceover will, it'll be a reaction to the voiceover, which was a very good note. What's obvious here is that Michelle's rotated a few times on a couple things. And she's done a few music videos where, you know, they put you on the spinner. We got our wood spinner. We got a plywood spinner. Yeah. I have one. Girls like to be, girls like to sometimes get spun on a video shoot. You know what I mean? Courtney? Uh, I've we, gotten spun. I've gotten spun on a on a few spun a Courtney few for, for that lace front like this. She was she was spinning for a long time. Spun S- spun right round. Spun honey. diva. Spun yeah. diva. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the next day, we're in the workroom, and I found my House of Haunt book by uh, my friend Caldwell, um, who who is a photographer who documented all of the years that we did like at the blue moon around Pittsburgh doing drag and then published a book with all those pictures. And this was a legitimate moment of me finding this in my suitcase and showing it to all the girls. And um, it really was, it really was inspiring and really nice to look at. And it's a really good book. I recommend getting it. Um, Ivy. Oh, we did. I talked about Ivy and her mom. That's fine. 
Um, Can we talk about the misdirect going to commercial, though? Because it shows Jinx saying, I have a crush on Ivy Winters. And then it cuts to Ivy Winters going, I love love you. you." On the phone. We'll be right back. So they're really working hard on the misdirect. They had had RuPaul doing it as a soundbite for press (laughs) that year. Remember? She said it straight to my face. RuPaul lied to my face. The gall. The gall. We're gonna dig up that clip and put it on the on the race chaser pod Instagram. Um, well, so, we have a romance this year. Yeah, two of our girls fall in love finally. They do they finally do? Maybe I've been telling she was them talking about she, me and uh, and Sharon though. No, she was talking about she, she was talking about them. Okay. Um, but that, on the runway, that didn't I'm, happen. On the runway, I love her dress because it's all straps and buckles and bop it, strap it. Orange creamsicle dreamsicle. I love this, and I love the hair. Mm-hmm. It like goes up and then crimped all the way out like a lion's mane. With and, and Matthew is really into like the sprays of color. Yep, the little pops. I think it's because Detox was in the building. She just makes you want to go neon. You anytime, know, anytime you see Detox and then you look at yourself and you're like, uh, I could do a little better because <laughs> yeah. D always has like some event of like just unexpected color or pop mm-hmm. of like something somewhere. Um, she's that diva. She's that. She's doll. that girl. Uh, she really the, is the doll, huh? The other judges present are Michelle Visage, Santino Rice. Joan Van Ark and Aubrey O'Day. Now, Joan Van Ark is most famous now for her plastic surgery, uh, uh, freshly surged appearance at the Nip Tuck premiere uh, in like 2009 or 2010. She was like okay. windblown white, burnt. It wasn't right. Um, yeah. But she's got her hair kind of layered in her face, so she looks fine now. Yeah, she looks good. And Aubrey and looks great. Uh, they Aubrey said, took off that wig and put on an updo wig. <laughs> they said, we're going to do an updo. Up-do. Or very Streisand. Very, like, voluminous loaf on the head. She uh, looks mm-hmm. exquisite. I, I, Say what you will about Aubrey, but she, her her glam is right. Oh, yeah, always. Um, Now, this runway is, the category is just perfume launch. So this is yes. what you would wear to a perfume launch, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, Coco's That's consistent. That's what they told us. That's what they told us. It was like what you would wear to your launch party. Um, so Coco's staying in the animal print realm. It's like a zebra gown. She looks great. I like yeah. this look. Gorgeous. Yeah. I like your look. It's a red skirt with a red sequined bra, a blazer, because mm-hmm. you don't mess around, and red hair. And you are pumping down the runway. Where are you going in your head? Well, I was feeling um I was feeling really confident about my commercial and I wanted to do something different than what I had done. Like I was doing a lot of like dresses and and gowns and mermaid like, gowns, long, that's long silhouette hair. Yeah. yeah. And so this this outfit was very freeing because the short hair it it really it was like very easy to move in and very comfortable. I felt like the CEO of a company, but also like um like I was, you know, I felt glamorous as well. I like this look. The red skirt with the fucking blazer was cute. Yeah, the the freedom is evidence. It's not on the beach. It's not it's not in the wind. It's all there in your outfit. I'm I've, as free as the wind on this beach. Ivy's outfit is cute, but um, for me, it feels like it should have feathers in those ruffles or something a little more Ivy to give it more volume. She looks great. She's having a good time. Yeah. 
Um, she looks great. You can't say she doesn't look great, but it needs something to put it over the edge. And she even says in her interview, I'm giving them everything and showing them every little last rhinestone sparkle. This is a clear indication that you could stone the fuck out of something, but it doesn't matter on the drag race stage because the lights do not pick up stones. So put your stones down and pick up a pen and start writing some jokes and raps, bitches, because that's what you need. And fun fact, Nova, who is of Fierce Drag Jewels, who mm-hmm. makes the crown and the, the scepters for the Nova prize. Nova deep friend. Yes, Nova came by, I think, like the day before or, or on the day, and gifted each of us a pair of um, earrings. And Ivy's wearing a pair of those earrings. Um, Gorge. Yeah, I still is... have mine. Nice. Which mine um... are the same as Ivy's. Um, detox. This is fabulous. I love this. It's like a, uh, uh, see-through beige gown with black, um, kind of lace accents. And then she has the black netting over her face. Uh, and her underpinnings are latex, I think, maybe? This is exquisite. Yeah, it's gorge. And- and she wears her natural hair styled with it, natural which hat. is bold and fierce. Alyssa, I love this. Yeah, me too. I a deep salute, D. Um, Alyssa is wearing a green and black power suit that looks kind of like out of like big business. It's very that era, but it could also be like um, a mm. dancing girl or something. Is that Bette Midler? Bette, yeah, Bette Midler, um, Lily Tomlin. It's very yeah. designing women like Dixie Carter. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it is. I love it. It's fine. Yeah, it she takes, looks great. It takes you there. She looks cool. Yeah. It is very 80s dynasty. Very it does not that. give away the secret. Yeah, we still don't know Alyssa's secret. No, you can't um, buy it. Jinx's perfume launch is in the year 1941. Um, she is a 1940s call it's girl. Literally her uh, vaudevillian, vaudevillian costume that she probably used to wear. Yeah. And one of the judges even gives her a note, this vaudevillian thing, you know. Like, it, it works. That's one she should always go back to. Yeah, she looks cute. And it has a point of view. It has a time period, a place. She obviously feels very beautiful. Um, fur is murder, so Peta is going to have her head. But, I mean, otherwise, it's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roxy has a jumpsuit with a big exposed back and a bow yeah. placement, which irks Santino. Because he's like, it's right in the front. It's like, shut the fuck up, Santino. <laughs> And you have to keep in mind that I think Roxy sewed this uh, this cat suit. It's a light pink sequin cat suit. She sewed it like on the day, which is no easy feat to do a cat suit with a back cutout and have it fit. And that that I mean, it's nearly impossible. It's really it really great. hard, and it looks great. She always yeah. looks great. She looks fabulous. Who was your favorite fragrance commercial? Because we watched that after the runway, other than yours. Did you have any ones that stood out to you a lot? Um, Jinx is is very funny. Like, I I just love Convince Yourself. I also love Detox. Um, Heroin. Heroin. Sexy. Fashionable. (laughs) Heroin. (laughs) That's funny. It's wonderful. Um... Coco was told that the leopard print was too much, actually. So they've ruled upon that. And uh, Santino thinks she has too many accessories on, which I don't think is a sentence which works in the English language. 
<laughs> right. No, no such thing. How dare you? Can't you can't come for that look. Come you to a drag show and look. say, no, too much going on. Fuck you. I think, I think maybe the structure of the commercial was... It was suffering and why it it was uh it was on the lower end of the critiques. But her look, you can't come for that. No, you can't. Um they liked my commercial, lots of jokes, lots of little jokes here and there. This was the birth of my usage of the phrase your makeup is terrible, which ended up becoming something people said on Twitter and like they kept like sending it to me and sending it to each other. And so I made a t-shirt and then eventually a song. And then, um, and that's from crystal LaBeja from the queen documentary for all the kids that don't know. Right. I mean, it is, I didn't know that at the time, but yeah, you, you may not have known, but God chose you to, do, to reinvigorate honestly, because like you, you are paying homage to it without even knowing it. Yeah, because exactly. When I heard that, I was like, oh, Okay. Look at her makeup. Makeup it's is terrible. Oh, don't, don't, don't leave her alone. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. Um, when it when Ivy's commercial is over, RuPaul just says, "Oh dear." <laughs> what was that like? Who did you turn to and just give eyes to? Because whenever Ru says something, you just turn to the nearest girl and you're like, <laughs> "I don't." There's know. a mo- there's a moment where Fifi and I even make eye contact and we're just like, "Ooh." Uh, yeah, the writing yeah, was on the wall. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, so, yeah, they're 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 coming for her look a little bit, saying it's dress code, but her runway look doesn't say dress code. I think it would have been funny to have like a simple dress with like ones and zeros all over, it, and then she could have called it dress code. Or if she used that reveal gown on the runway because she used it in her commercial. That, yeah, I, I think the it runway... It would have been really impactful. Yeah, the the reveal was the best part about the commercial, I thought. Yeah. Um, but Alyssa's commercial doesn't make sense either, but for some reason it's, it is entertaining. Um, and Aubrey, Aubrey tells her how to not make meth eyes, which is a wonderful tip <laughs> that I don't think they teach at the American Film Institute, but they do teach at Drag Race. She's got little dealer eyes. <laughs> She's got burnt thumbs <laughs> and no credit. She's been stealing from her parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they um, they think Roxy's commercial is cute, but not cute enough, I guess. Michelle tells the panel that Roxy was not prepared and it was unprofessional. <laughs> But Roxy's commercial was still funny, and it was yeah. like she had a reveal, like she was like dancing in the club. Uh, I liked it. I she do had like, catchphrases. Yeah, I th- I thought I I wasn't mad at it. Um, I also wasn't mad as at Joan as a judge. She she was snappy and witty, and she's obviously a talent to be reckoned with. And wasn't afraid to laugh at herself because I think they they made some kind of detoxing detoxing joke with her and she was she was there for it and she was very um she was a good sport. She was Why an actress in the eighties. <laughs> right. I think she exactly. way <laughs> yeah. Why don't we take a break and we'll be right back? Came from Seattle with a dress and a dream. 
the sleeper fan favorite and champion of season five, Jinx, Jinx Monsoon. Here to take us on a journey with her opinions, memories, and thoughts on season five, let's find out what Jinx, Jinx thinks. Well, how did you feel about the edit of you having a crush on Ivy Winters? Was it a fleeting moment that was just edited into a story beat? Or were you trying to really fill up her hot air balloon? Girl, if, had and it pickle, all and pickle her homegrown carrot. You had it all. I, w- I wish that I, I went into this show <laughs> with, I mean, you left nothing to chance. <laughs> Well, if you guys have known me well enough now, I like if I have a thought, I share it. I Love have stories, I'm an, handicaps, I'm an, splits, I'm an, an oversharer. I'm a I'm a very talkative person. Once you get me started talking on something, it's really hard for me to stop. Um, <laughs> so if Ivy had expressed interest, I totally would have went for it. It was another thing where was it real? Yes, but was it also like? you know circumstantial absolutely it's like as soon as the as soon as we were done filming i reached out to ivy and said i need to give you a heads up i'm going like when we watch i'm sure they're going to work it into my story but i did like confess that i had a crush on you but i really feel like i just want to be your friend moving forward i just i really had affection for you and we were all trapped together and of course you get horny and lonely if you didn't why would willem have um snuck her husband into fuck her you know Girl, <laughs> and bring happen. her clothes and a computer Girl, <laughs> stay mad stay pressed <laughs> Alaska's fragrance smelled fine, but everyone else's smelled like grandma's vag. Um, she said that, huh? She fucking said that. Damn. Um, the safe divas are Jinx, Detox, Coco, and Roxy. And the winner is, oh my God. Oh, Alaska wow. Thunderfuck. Wow. And you've won a selection. You've won the opportunity to receive a selection of handcrafted corsets from the corset connection. Dot com slash no, no drag slash no, no I drag. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I think it was a raffle that you were entered in upon winning. I don't know if it was a guarantee, though. If I would have claimed it sooner, I think I would have gotten the prize. But I waited too long and the company changed hands. And by the time I contacted them, they were like, we'll give you a promo code for like 10 percent off. I think you should have contacted World of Wonder via registered letter. And said, I want my shit. Get my shit. Get and my, my shit. shit. <laughs> um, this is one of... Don't my- worry, officer. It won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs right now because uh, Lady Red did a cover of it. And I've been listening to it probably every day at some point because it's on my studio playlist. And it is... Ain't nothing going on but the rent, which is what I'm telling. When everybody asks me how I'm doing, I just say, ain't nothing going on but the rent. Yeah. And the mortgage. Uh, Right. And the bottom two are Alyssa and Ivy. And this is a great lip sync song. And you Ivy know, does a park and bark, though. Well, last week. Okay. We could. Okay. Last week, Alyssa, I feel like, wasn't strong on the words for whip my hair back and forth. She just wasn't. But this week, she's 
prepared with this song. This is this a song she probably song. knows from hearing it for years and years. Like, yeah, Willow Smith. It's like you know the chorus, but the the verse is the trick. And like, I'm I don't ever see her doing a Willow Smith song. This feels like old school drag song that Alyssa would have in her wheelhouse. You know, yeah. This was a great lip syncing moment. We really got to just see Alyssa like really break loose, really feel herself. And that's when she's at her best is when she can just fucking let loose and fucking do the song. Yeah, but um, it comes with doing the homework and being prepared and being off book, you know? Yeah. And that's something that any girl could use help with sometimes. Now, Ivy Winters, we were very perplexed watching from the back because Ivy didn't move from her spot. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm going to plant myself firmly here and I'm going to deliver the song. And that's going to be that. I'm going to stand straight like my string beans every spring. <laughs> I think it was Jinx. And I shall who, see the harvest. I think <laughs> I think it was Jinx who compared Ivy to one of those um, inflatable arm flailing tube men. Oh, a Thorgy. <laughs> okay, was, yeah. Because she was just doing the arms. And just standing completely firmly rooted. She was not going to walk. She was not going to move. Which is hard to do. It was like a meditative exercise. Mm -hmm. Standing completely in one spot for a whole song is not easy to do. I mean, some girls have won lip syncs doing that, though. Latrice Royale last season before that. Well, that was a different kind of song. That was This is a different kind of lip sync. (laughs) We love Ivy Winters. This is down on the floor. (laughs) And, you know, it actually worked because it gave just Alyssa, like Alyssa's movement was even more accentuated by the fact that uh, that Ivy wasn't moving anywhere. So um, it was a great lip sync and Alyssa won the night and Ivy was um, sent home. Mm hmm. Now, in Untucked this week, there was major Coco and Jinx drama, which has been brewing for a while. Um, Coco doesn't think... Mm. And this is something that I said, too, during my season. So I understand where Coco's coming from. She doesn't think everyone is being judged the same way. And in her opinion, she doesn't think Jinx is held to the same criteria runway-wise as everybody else, I feel like, you know? Like, and and in my... In my, in my am I understanding it wrong? No, you're understanding it right, but the way that she was coming at Jinx, it was it was pointed. too much. Yeah. It was very pointed and it was too much and it, and Jinx had had enough. And I texted Jinx after I watched this episode of Untucked. I was like, "Oh my god, like Coco was really coming for you." And 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 Jinx stood up for herself, which like And I told Jinx this, I was like, when I'm in those types of situations, I literally just shrink and I try to deflect and I try to change the subject and make a joke and like, let's not talk about it. But Jinx was like, no, I look great. This is the type of drag I do. And this is valid. And I feel really like offended that you just pointed at me and said, oh, someone can walk down looking like that. And be praised and say, oh, you look beautiful. It was the original Aja Valentina moment. I mean, Jinx has been defending herself all season against Coco. She did it with the the Rafiki joke. And she did it when Roxy told her that she was fake. Jinx has always been, 
I feel like she's always spoken up for herself, even if they haven't shown her speaking up for herself because she's too busy napping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but all drag is valid, even the ugly girls. Um, and Coco gets an emotional message from her husband in this untucked. And I didn't even know she was married. Yes. Yeah, that was a nice moment. Coco really needed that. And it's like, it is hard because everyone is judged on a different wavelength. That's how the show, that's how the show works. Especially if the judges know you from outside the show, like in the case of myself, in the case of detox, like we were judged on a different kind of curve as everyone else too, because Michelle was holding us to a higher standard because she, she knew what we were doing out in the world. And Coco is drag with the producers at the season four finale. (laughs) Wait, who? Me? Girl, at, my, at the season four finale, um, the DWV was going hard, and there were definitely producers from Drag Race doing coke with us. Well, not me, but there were definitely producers from Drag Race doing coke. Producers for your season, for sure. I'm going to save my story about that till we get later in the season. Till we get a good bag open. <laughs> save it. I'm going to yeah. wait. Yeah, um, <laughs> but this is why you listen for the tea and the scalderations. Oh, so much <laughs> But really, Coco is a, a drag powerhouse who's known for delivering well-executed drag perfection every time she steps on the runway. So she is going to be held to a higher standard than someone like Jinx, who we sort of see as like, okay, like... Her drag is is a little bit uh, hokey it, pokey, holly It has it has room for improvement, and so then when she does improve, it's a huge victory for her. Yeah, there's nowhere for Coco to go with her drag. Like right. it's already fabulous. I I understand what you're saying now. My my thing was when people not being judged the same was just like girls taking off their shoes and like girls like mm. being sloppy and undoing their corsets on stage. Like that's when for me I'm like. No matter what size you are, you should be able to keep yourself in Dragon together while we're on the runway getting critiques, you know? Like, take your shoes off to dance if you want and you do were whatever. Like, Why didn't you just have the foresight to get liposuction like me? Then you wouldn't have to wear a corset. <laughs> I, wore, I wore a corset. I wore. An why ex- didn't you think ahead? Listen, bitch, I wore an exposed corset on the... On the on Drag Race season eight episode, I don't know, but I wore one. I wore a corset. Season eight. I am a drag queen. <laughs> I am a drag queen. <laughs> I don't think of you as a man, and I don't think, I of, think you of you as, you a, as woman. a woman. I think of I think you, you as, as an, an angel. angel. <laughs> and I think of you every time. Uh, thank you for listening to Race Chaser Classique this week. <laughs> I'm Willem. <laughs> I was going to say just yesterday in the timeline, even though we were recording this earlier, Manila and Latrice talked about Tu Wong Fu on the chop. Well, I think we have to mention at least once every podcast for drag queens. <laughs> we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it keeps the uh, drag demons at bay. We have mm-hmm. to discuss it at least no, once I mean, per they're episode. Reviewed, they're talking about the whole movie. Oh, girl, I have so oh, many tits. I have so are. many tidbits on this. So if. Like, uh, I, I, oh, God, oh, oh, miss, miss, oh. Uh, honestly, I feel like Alyssa right now. Do you know Michael J. Fox auditioned for Tu Wong Fu? Oh, my god! His audition was shaky in, in the heels. Um, He could, 
he couldn't he couldn't walk in the heels. Eric Stoltz couldn't walk in the heels. Patrick Swayze got the job because he could walk in the heels because of his she's dance training. She's a dancer. Yeah, she's the dancing diva. Dancing divas. Extra, extra. We got a special announcement from the Race Chaser Mom Presents Limited Team Incorporated. Girl, this week we did a super special podcast crossover experience with Bob and Monet from Sibling Rivalry. Girl, we crossed over for sure. Honey, you can she find... crossed over, honey. <laughs> she, she crossed over. Yeah. Um, Across you the can... Jordan. <laughs> I was on that. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew you would be. You could find our special episode today on the Sibling Rivalry feed, and Bob and Monet will be our special guests on this Friday's Hot Goss. Love it. And who knows? Maybe there might even be some bonus content Tent. with all of us happening on Patreon soon. Mm-hmm. We thank you so much for listening, and we'd love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app, wherever you listen. And don't forget to subscribe and take a moment to leave us a rating, too, why don't you? Yeah, and you can follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000, and our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. Yes, and there's bonus content available now at patreon.com slash Willem. It's pay to play. Choose a video you like and leave the coins on the dresser. And you can search for Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. You can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com with anything you want to get us to know. That's right. Wear a mask, wash your hands, socially distance yourself, and respect each other out in the world. To, 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 to the world. To, Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of the respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.